Hello and welcome to another night of tales of the terrified territories. Whoa. No, wait, that's not it. Whoa. Uh, no, but I'm into it. I'm into it. You started off with that really sort of soft, seductive tone. Right. I kind of yes. like. Yes, I thought so. It might go well for another episode. Like, try try something else. Or right okay, but then you've got, to, you've got to get real close I and know, talk real soft. Yeah, no, well. Get real close and talk <laughs> real soft. Okay, do it. Well, now, if you insist, I will just... <laughs> have to do that okay so you do that one and then i'll do the opposite on the other side which is get really far and yell really loud so i'm cocky i'm k now do the i'm k here we go and, and welcome to so farscape an, a, an auditory extravaganza a, a very special like whatever the reverse is of asmr that's... i guess that will be it yes so we're doing another reading today another fanfic Yes, yes, because we've had a bunch of magazines, and there are still a few. Ooh. Yeah, still a few on the on the stack to go from uh, our beloved listener, Matatron, who contributed them to the Reading Fund. But I thought it would be nice, you know, on the week before the finale for season four, uh-huh, yeah. to delve into the, the, the realm of fan fiction, because I found one on the Terra Firma Scapers forum. Yes, I was reading through the intro, and yes, it seems very appropriate to uh, read this one from what I've seen so far. Right. It was originally posted on Kansas in 2003, beginning of, and it's probably kind of sappy, but it's hard to argue with the muses. It's once again by uh, Aaron Crichton, Mm -hmm. uh, who is unspoiled for season four, episode 22. So that's so, why I thought it made it very appropriate. So she says, I'm just writing in the moment right after 4.21, making no predictions what's going to happen an hour or a weekend from now. I'm also making the assumption that Aaron had the stasis released on the pregnancy while on the command carrier. Well, that was one of the things that we did discuss at great length. Yes, yes. But I think you're, you're with Aaron Crichton on this it one, right? It seems to be the, the way, yes. And thanks to uh, uh, Imloco, to Atana Scrubshick, yep. and Tazzy for a look-see. Rating PG-13 or PG? Mm-hmm. Setting La Bomba Epilogue. And disclaimer, the usual. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, yeah it's not my toys. So I'll put them back in the pram when, I get, when I'm <laughs> done with them. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Now, as we discussed, she let him cry! Please don't. Okay. okay, fine. I'll do the other one. I'll do, we'll do it in the verse. How about well, no, that? let's not. Let's she just let like... him... Oh, you never let me have any fun. Fine, we'll do okay. a normal read. She let him cry. She let him cry oh, because he was at heart a caring and gentle man. She let him cry because he needed it. Okay, no, fine. <laughs> I, just, I would have kept going, but the next paragraph's pretty long, and it's actually a really good story. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. fine. Hey, Kay, though, thank you for in- indulging me. You're welcome. You're a real good sport, and you're a wonderful friend. Okay. Because in his own world, the world he should never have been taken from, he would have been a scientist and an explorer, and in hers, he'd been forced to take countless lives. And he deserved the chance to mourn the dead and his own lost self. The man he seemed doomed to stray further from with each passing cycle. And so she held his hand, firmly to be sure he knew she would always be there. And she let him cry, for as long as he would allow himself. And when he was done, he didn't let go of her. He knuckled his eyes dry with the other hand and sat up. She knew he'd shoved his grief back down somewhere inside, leaving exhaustion. Come on, she said, tucking on his hand. And he stood up and let her lead him around the side of their bed. 
She was sure his brain was working on Starburst, but his body needed rest, and he must have known it too, because he didn't object. Lay down, she told him, with a hint of a smile, and managed, a, and he managed a weary smile in return. <laughs> you too, he said, <laughs> as he landed on the bed with a groan, not bothering to pull the covers back. Ooh, moya skin flakes. Hmm, of course, she said. But first she took a moment to pull his boots off so he'd be more comfortable. He rolled over on his side and watched her remove her own boots before she settled herself next to him, lying on her side too, her back to his front. She scooted close to him so they were nestled together, like spoons in a drawer. Aw. With a grateful sigh, he draped his arm over her, pulled her back against his body and buried his face in her hair and neck. I love you, he murmured. Is that your Crichton voice? No. I love you, there he, he murmured. And <laughs> <laughs> to her surprise, instead of saying, I love you too, she clasped her hands around his arm, the one that was holding her tight across her belly, and said, I'm pregnant. She hadn't meant to tell him just yet, wanted to give him a little time to recover, but it just came out. I know, he replied, faint puzzlement in his voice, and uh, as he continued to nuzzle her neck. Well, she couldn't blame him for not understanding. No, I mean, I'm really pregnant. Remember you asked me what I did on the command carry, and I said I'd tell you later? Well, I'm telling you later. She tried to turn her head far enough to see his face, but she could only catch a glimpse of an expression she couldn't quite interpret. Aaron, are you telling me you had the stasis released? We're going to have a baby now? There was enough happiness in his voice to make her think she hadn't made a huge blunder, and she rolled herself over so she was facing him, a smile on her face. Well, not just now. It'll still take the customary eight moments, but yes, I had the stasis released. Nan, he said, running his fingers through her hair. What? Nan moments. It takes nine. She gave him a smug grin and said, Eight. A sebation pregnancy takes eight moments, more or less. I'm quite sure of that. Also, that would be from the moment of conception, and we don't know how far down it was released, so there would be that minus the period of time before she discovered that she was pregnant and... Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess here the interp the interpretation is that it's, like, immediate. Right. Right. Well, actually, it's, it's even more complicated than that. I think it's calculated from the last release of an egg or something. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, so, yeah, you can, it's not actually a moment of conception. Well, it is related to, but that's what it's calculated from. Well, like, we have... Okay, what what, what happened? So you've, you've, got the, you've got the ovum is fertilized, mm -hmm. and then it becomes... Is it immediately a zygote, or does it have to nestle in, like, the uterine walls? Uh, I'm, not sure about, I'm not sure about the... Uh, I think it's already divided a few times before it nestles in, usually, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm not sure about the details. But I know that the nine months is basically calculated, I think, from the last... Uh, Ovulation. Ovulation, I think. But I'm not entirely sure. That's yeah, uh, interesting. Fortunately, as, as, a gay, as a gay man, this has not often come up in my life. So, Well, I, I too am a, I'm a, I'm a gay gentleman, but I, I, I do have children havers in my, in my right. social circle. And uh, hold on, didn't you first mention to me that, like, animals that can... There are animals that can do this, right? Right, yes. And wasn't one of them, like, a kangaroo or something? I think so, yeah. But even that, yeah. That but they're non-placental mammals, so how does that work true. for them? Ooh, so they know. they don't have, I think, they don't have, like, nestling I in the uterine wall at all. no idea how that works, no. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'm sure there are people uh, in our uh, listener circle who know more about this than we do. But That's uh, true for anyway. literally anything we ever say. Fair point. All right, so let's keep going with this. Oh, fascinating. Uh, he frowned then, just a hint of worry in his brow. Human pregnancy takes nine months. Is that going to be a problem? 
Truthfully, it had never occurred to her, but the medtechs on the command carrier hadn't seemed concerned. As much as the peacekeepers despised non-pureblood sebations, it happened often enough outside of the military that there was plenty of data, data, data. on sebation mixes with other races. I think the baby in my body will work it out. Eight and a half months, maybe, he joked, and leaned forward and kissed her gently. And then he asked, why now? Unspoken was the question, why didn't you ask me first? She reached out and ran her fingers through his short hair again, and idly wondered if she could convince him to grow it out a little longer. But back to his question. She took a deep breath and said simply, I was afraid I wouldn't get another chance. It wasn't premeditated. I just realised I was near the medical section while you were talking to Grazer, and I took the opportunity. I'm also kind of surprised that there's no like no protocol for this. Like, like, do you have like a, a signed release from from your superior that you're allowed to do this? And you're eh, hang on, you don't even work here. You're actually you're on the terrorist watch list. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> because they had the they had the sort of mark of uh, uh, right. of, of whatever. Would like, the medtech know that? Uh, like, Aaron was able to recognize that these were fully authenticated and True. irrevocable. Yeah. And they already had them, so just, like, I guess. Okay, fair. I'll go with that. He looked in her eyes, and he must have seen that this was true. Well, they say that babies never come at convenient times, he said, and then rang his fingers through her hair again, and let his smile grow larger. So we're going to have a baby, eh? Mm, yes. Are uh, you feeling okay? Yes, I feel fine, actually. I don't feel any different than I did before. Oh, I suppose that will change. Mm, not too much, I hope, he said. And he rolled her over to her, onto her back and pulled her T-shirt off the waistband of her pants, exposing her stomach. I don't want this to be hard on you. He bent down and kissed her tummy, and she stretched like a uh, rat plague, enjoying the warm touch of his lips. What's a rat plague again? Have we seen those before? I guess. No, I think that's a made-up word here. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually did sort of Google it. I mean, it, it caught me off guard because this is a Dutch word, rat plague. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh <laughs> Essentially, consult the verb to yeah. consult. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was I was just caught off guard by t-shirt. She didn't wear t-shirts. Guess not. No. She wears tank tops and and halter tops and yeah. whatever other kind of tops there are. There's tube tops, whatever. Mm. Women have been having babies for a very long time. She said wryly to reassure, as much as to tease. I'll be fine. She meant it. As long as he was with her, everything would be fine, no matter how nervous she was or how strange and frightening the prospect of actually bearing a child was. He searched her eyes intently and then smiled and said, Thank you. Thank you, she told him, grateful that they'd finally reached this place together and angled her head and her mouth to encourage him to kiss her. He took the hint and leaned over her, nose touching, nuzzling hers, and then his lips gently caressed her mouth. Even that gentle touch sent warmth racing through her body, and she knew exactly what she wanted to do right now to celebrate their survival. Try for a second one. After, <laughs> ooh, ooh, going for doubles. <laughs> After everything they'd been through on Katratzi and the new life growing now inside her. But it was up to him. If he was recovered enough to want more than the simple comfort of contact, at another time she must, might just take him. But not here, not now. Not with the shadows of grief so recently banished from his eyes. But she could give him another hint. She smiled into his mouth as she continued the kiss, soft and warm as he'd started it. And when he showed no signs of stopping, she teased at his lips gently with her tongue. He opened his mouth without hesitation and deepened the kiss. And when he groaned, she wrapped her arms around his neck and pulled him down closer to her. And before very long, she tugged at his shirt and he tugged at hers. And the tea soon added to the clutter on the floor, followed quickly by the rest of their clothes, as they lost themselves in each other. 
and then they started doing it. They they did it and did it and did it, and they were uh, they were just smacking their butts together, which is how you do it in space. <laughs> oh yeah, he groaned. Oh no! Do it, she said. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, <laughs> oh, oh no! You're doing it wrong again. And Crichton says, "I uh, know." Oh no! <laughs> said Pilot as he quickly turned off the monitors that he was like using to spy on them again. <laughs> oh no! Are they doing it again? Asked everyone to, <laughs> on the ship. Yeah. Shana was trying to climb over Pilot's console to get a quick glimpse at the screen that he was been viewing. I've always been curious how humans are supposed to do it because when I did it with John, it was it was really it was really bad. He was just rubbish at it. Said so says Chiana. Oh, sorry, he was really bad at it. Well, yes, but he was only sixteen at the time. He was, I was only sixteen. He didn't know that he wasn't like the world champion in doing it like I was on my planet. Said Chiana. <laughs> anyway. No, don't don't oh. stop! Like this is the this is the first of like a, a sixteen chapter sex scene. Oh, is it the, the first sex scene written? But no, it's, of course not. Wait, sorry. Yeah. We did. We've. She literally said that it was PG thirteen. Oh, it was. Yes, totally. So everything, everything that was good was written by Aaron Crichton, and then the the bullshit about doing it was just made up. In it's just a little joke between you and you and me and uh, our billions of listeners. Um, so something, yes. Okay. No, I was just like listening, uh, reading the comments uh, on the uh, story uh, that followed it, but it's like... One of them very frustratingly is like an image response that I'm sure was very significant. Oh, yes, but, but we don't get no did not survive the transition. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. That was, was, was beautiful. <sighs> Happy fluffy bunnies to you, because you made my night, my day. That was so sweet. Yes. I'm oh, is, is, is that what they were saying to each other while they were mashing their butts together? I guess so, yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, but, oh, uh, kidding aside, like this was, this was genuinely lovely because, you yes. know, the, 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 the last episode did end with a very troubled Crichton curled up. And we know that, like, if it is a pregnancy and it will be revealed to do it won't be in a happy tender moment like this because it's bloody farscape isn't it it, it kind of is <laughs> yeah. yeah we can't have nice things it's not that they'll be just all just swooning over each other and yeah. everyone will be able to celebrate that we're no I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Scorpius who blabs out because you could smell it on her or something wow wow oh wait is Scorpius still around what happened yeah, in the last they, episode? They, they, they took Scorpius with them. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's right. the whole point of the episode. It's like stealing Scorpius back from the Scarens. That's right. That's right. Uh, sorry, I'm just not used to Farscape episodes ending with like completing the mission that they set out to do. Yeah, no, I agree. Even, even four years in, that's a little bit different. And even then, like the next episode, it might just be all over anyway. And like, oh, yeah, that thing that we were like was desperate, cliffhanger. Yeah, it's been like taken care we of. We dealt with that during the commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> Catch up. Anyway, this has been another Tales from the. I think we're back to the Uncharted Territory, aren't we? Are we? Oh, no, know. it's even worse. We're in Scarren Territory, yes, where we last tale, left off. Tales from the Scarren Territories. Awesome, K. I really love how that sounds. Well, thank you. Okay, so join us next week um, as we see just how much of today's prediction uh, is turns going to out to actually be true in season when four, episode twenty-two. Yep. Yeah. Called. A blue. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, this is us. Bye bye. Swai swai. <laughs>